definitely an addict. My name is Gwen. Real grateful to be here today. Welcome to Dagna, everybody. Dagna 21. I was here for Dagna 1, and now I'm here for 21, but in a different capacity. I was running all over the place for Dagna, tw- Dagna 1. I've been in the bed most of Dagna 21. So, you know, aging and recovery. I had some notes. I left them in the ladder. So, you know, when you get a little older, you forget stuff. So, I'm going to take it straight from the hip. <laughs> aging and recovery. Anybody out there that suffer from fibromyalgia, Parkinson's disease, rheumatoid, osteoritis, sciatic nerve, any of all the above, or anything to do with an ache, pain, or something that slow you down, welcome. you in the right place. <laughs> I know for me, I suffer from lupus. And along with lupus, I'm a diabetic. And so what I do with my sickness and my ailments, uh, uh, rheumatoid arthritis too, I need two hips and two knees right now, but I keep it moving as long as I can keep it moving because I see a lot of wheelchairs around here, a lot of scooters and a lot of canes, and I was too cool to get my scooter, now I wish I had my scooter, you know, I wanted to be a little cool since my legs was doing a little better, you know, only way I got here I had to get a few shots in the hip, you know, and Getting a shot in the hip is not nothing that they just hit you in the butt. They, they have to come through above your groin with these long needles about this long, you know, to give you some cortisone so I can walk. And so I thought I wouldn't need my scooter, but uh, I was stressed out before I came with my husband. He got sick and I was running around, so now hips working fine. My legs is hurting. So it's like, okay, still keep it moving. But... Uh, what I said I would come from was the steps, you know, that I'm powerless over my aging and my life has become unmanageable. Okay. You know, and being powerless over my aging, you know, uh, I ain't in charge of what I have, but I can get some manageability in what I, how I take care of it. My diabetes, I've gotten a handle on it. I've lost 30 pounds in the last four months. And I'm steady working on it. So I have to get some manageability. See, y'all think these steps just work for addiction. It's working in every area of my life. You know, so, you know, I, I work on my diabetes and then I share it because I used to wouldn't share it. See, my diabetes, if I was even smaller and smaller, it doesn't matter. I would probably still have diabetes because it runs in my family. And it's a close association to having lupus. You know, all of my arthritis and rheumatoid arthritis and the sciatic nerve, that's all the result of my lupus. You know, even my teeth that's rotting rapidly, it's a result of my lupus. And it's like I brush my teeth, you know, and I gargle my mouth and I use that little pick thing and, and bought everything, but they said, no, it's a result of lupus. So next year, Dak, now I have me some new teeth. So it's all a part of getting old. You know, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to some sanity. <laughs> you know, I had to believe that prayer changes things. I used to have it on my books all the time, prayer changes things. I had to believe that. You know, I believed it in certain areas, but I didn't believe it when I was hurting. You know, it's like I'd be wanting to do some things, you know, and can't do them. 
You know, even in my relationship, you know, with my husband, you know, he has issues. He's uh, end-stage renal failure, end-stage liver cancer, and he keep keep it moving. But our sex life has been gone for 10 years, you know, and it's not always that. Uh, now, when I first got here, I might have ran out and cheated on him. But now it's just a thought. And <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's just a fleeting glimpse. You know, I look at Danzel and all them on the TV, and I see all these good-looking men running around here, and the good-looking ones to me is the ones with all the gray. Because, see, ain't no sense of me looking at no good-looking young one no more. No, my motto used to always be, I want an old man with young ideals. Frankly, it's like, move over. I don't want you near me in my bed. I want the air conditioner on. Now wait, turn it off and turn the heat on. You know, aging in recovery has its pros and cons, just like this program. You know, this program has afforded me a lot of things to do. But being being aged in this recovery and in my relationship, some days it'd be like my husband have to wait on me. You know, and he say, well, we might as well get the road to the old folks farm. And it's like, yeah, that's the next step, you know. We haven't got to the old folks farm yet. But I did take about, in uh, November, I passed out in church. And uh, when I passed out, it was a good thing because they found a aortic artery that was about to burst in my abdominal. And uh, I had to have a stent put in the back wall of my heart and... They had to fix that artery, and uh, for two weeks I didn't know anything. And uh, I thought it was Monday after the, I passed out in church, but it was two weeks later. And my daughter said, Mama, that was two weeks ago. <laughs> and I looked up, and I seen all my kids, and all my kids stay in Detroit, and two in Atlanta. And all of them was down there, and it's like, wait, was, was I ready to check out, <laughs> you know? And yeah, they said I was ready to check out, but uh, I'm still here, y'all, you know? And that's for an awesome God. You know, and and even with going through all of that, I made a speedy recovery, because I got out the day before Thanksgiving. I done been to Detroit twice since then, you know? So it's like, I can't, I, I have to come home, y'all. I miss home a lot. I don't want to, I can't live here. It's too cold here. I can't. I hurt whenever I come. Even now, the weather changed a little bit, and I think that has a little bit to do with my legs today, but I just can't stay here. And if it keep getting cold in Georgia, I'm going to go a little further south. Because I can't stand no cold, y'all. And uh, that's part of aging and recovery. You know, even with the kids, I had to learn some things aging in recovery that just because I get a pension and a Social Security check, that don't mean that whatever's left over is for the kids. And they all grown. Uh, they, <laughs> they think, they think, uh, I thought, y'all go to work, y'all got overtime. We don't get no overtime. You know, we get the same thing all the time. It's called all the time. That's it. That's it. That's all. And, you know, I just got a call when I was walking up the walkway. Mom, I need $100 to finish Easter dinner. You knew I was coming for Easter last Easter. <laughs> I come every Easter, so why I got to come up with $100? 
I ain't even coming to your house for dinner. I'm going to my son's house for dinner. And you asked me for $100 for dinner. So it's like, oh, well. One in Georgia called asking for something. See, they uh, even the grandkids got good. Grandma. It's like this is a fixed income. Uh, all the time income. And that's something else aging and recovery I have to get used to because I worked in the plant. I can get me some overtime. I can get me a hustle going on. I can't even get a hustle going on. I can't sew nothing no more. I can't fix nothing for y'all. I can't hem your pants. I can't do none of that stuff no more. I can't, I can't, can't go use because if I go use, what, what I'm going to do for a hustle? <laughs> I mean, you know, trying to sell my body, I can't hardly move my legs. Can I get my legs up? Let's know and get, get to the corner to get it. You know, I don't want to get out the car to pump my own gas. So how am I going to pump your gas? Can't y'all see me just sitting on the, on the milk crate saying, finish pumping your gas and give me your change. You know, I, can, I can't even hustle no more. You know, so it's like, <laughs> I know for aging and recovery, it's taking its toll. I came in recovery, I was 30 years old. I'm 58 now. Well, 57, I'll be 58 next month. So, you know, it's like, when I get 60, am I going to be able to move at all? Yes. But see, they got a lot of mechanical stuff, so I just, I'm grateful that I kept my job. They kept me. I didn't keep it. <laughs> they kept me for some reason because I was totally unemployable. But uh, I got some insurance and I can get these mechanical things, you know, for my hips and my knees and get my heart another stint in and carrying on. Because I really believe if you don't have insurance, they get tired of you and they just quit putting stuff in you. You know, I really believe that. You know, and uh, when I was taking my inventory, I found out I got a lot of good things going on with me. You know, I'm a good, dedicated church member. Uh, I'm a good, dedicated sponsor. Uh, good, dedicated friend. You know, I got some things going on. I'm a good, dedicated wife. And that's real unusual. Because, see, what was, what worked for me in my first few years of recovery don't work for me at 26 years clean. You know, it don't work like that no more. <laughs> see... That's, see, my legs probably is in bad shape from wearing them little short skirts that first, them first five years. Because, see, I, I couldn't get nothing together the first five years. They told me just don't use, and that's all I did. I tricked it, tricked in here the first five years. I hustled in here. I stole. I did, every, I did most of the first five years clean inside the program that I did when I was in the streets. I wind up homeless in the program. I didn't get homeless in the street. You know, but see that don't work for me today. Can you see me homeless today? I can't get, I can't hardly walk on the concrete. Let's not lay on it and try and get up. <laughs> oh. But you know, through the grace of God, God has uh, afforded me, like I said, a lot of good things. My daughter moved me in with her, and uh, that was something I had to get some acceptance with. You know, I don't want to move with you. I ain't old and decrepit yet. You know, let, let me go to the senior citizen home. She said, no, nah, I know my daughter loves me very much, very much. She said she didn't want to be that far away from me if anything ever happened to me again. Because actually I fell out in church. I was right next to her. And so we're going through all of that, and she stayed at the hospital for two weeks. She didn't go home. She didn't go to work. She didn't go nowhere. 
she stayed right there. So I know I must have gave her a real good scare. And uh, she moved me in with her. Agent in recovery, I had no say-so because she went to the rent lease office and told her she finna break her lease. She went to my doctor and said, I need a letter so she can break her lease. And it's like, I don't know if I want to live with you. You know, she don't smoke, I smoke. Can't smoke in the house. She don't like dogs, I got a dog. So I just knew I wasn't going. She said, the dog can come, Silky can come. It's like, oh, she's serious, you know. So we all in the house, and you know what, y'all? It's working out just fine. It's working out fine. She got her upstairs where she moved her whole house upstairs, and I got the downstairs. We don't even see each other. She's gone from 6 in the morning to 7 in the evening, and I stay gone from 8 in the morning to about 4 in the evening. And we don't see each other but at the dinner table. So, you know, it's working out just fine. That's what Aging in Recovery has done. It has went flip. Usually the kids run back to mama. Now mama is with the kids, you know. But I don't know if I can stay with the rest of them like that. Because they always needy. They need this and need that even though I don't live with them. The one in Georgia ain't called me for nothing. But these up here called me for everything. But so, okay. <laughs> yeah, but aging and recovery, you know, as we come around here, we get a little better. I give people change back if they give me too much change. See, these are little bitty things that was big things for me before. You give me too much change, I get back to you because I know this is your job and you don't need your drawer to come back, come up short. You know, I don't mess with nobody money. I don't mess with nobody man. Well, I never mess with nobody man anyway. I always got me one fresh out the treatment center. <laughs> fresh out the treatment center. So I knew it was mine. Took them home with me, bought them some clothes, and I didn't buy them no Goodwill clothes because I, I had to dress them up, fix them up. I thought they was Kelly services, somebody sometime, or clay though. I'd fix them up, make them up, and by the time they get 30, 60 days, their usefulness was over with, you know, because they didn't know if they wanted to stay here or not. And I knew I was staying. You know, some of them used on me, and it's like, oh, you can't stay here. You know, I, now, if you use it, I don't even want you to visit me. You know, I used to take you home, and if you was laying it right, you could stay and use. You could use, and you could stay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what you tell me, Vicky? can you get a job by Thursday? <laughs> oh, yeah. My friend show, she show asked me, she said, you put him out yesterday, but... You think if you get a job by Thursday because he was back there the next day. <laughs> you know, aging and recovery. You know, I, I, I just look back over how when I got here, how I was. I was at all the dances, had to open them up and close them up. Dancing Mount Zion parking lot all, with the radio until Ron got through packing up the cotton can on. Yeah, because see, I thought, see, I still carried a gun and I thought I was supposed to protect Ryan while he packed up his stuff. So I had to dance in the parking lot and stay there until Ryan left. You know, it's crazy. I don't even carry no gun no more. So a whole lot of things happen aging and recovery. Oh, yes, I do. Let me, let me I, I lied. I carry it when I walk my dog. 
because we have coyotes out there. <laughs> so I do care. I care it for different reasons. So that's what agentist recovery is about. See, before it was like, let somebody say something to me out of order. But now it's for the coyotes and the deers because deers is not friendly. Sometimes they run from you. Sometimes they run to you. So, you know, it's like I have to carry a gun. In fact, where I live at, it's required that every homeowner have a gun. It's a requirement. This and that, and it's for that reason. You know, now they talking about they don't want no gun. Nobody have no guns. I need a gun for the coyotes. <laughs> yeah, cause see, dog gone. Dog, he had a dog, cause I'm gone. And he, he, he get too close to me, I'm gonna have to shoot the coyote then. But my first instinct is to run. And see, being aged and recovered, can't run too fast, so I get me a good aim. <laughs> yes, you know, that, 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 that saying where they said, a good run is better than a bad stand don't work no more. Uh, I ain't got no good run. You know, I even left out I'm asthmatic also. So, you know, it's like good run ain't going to work because I'm going to give out a breath. You know, so my eyesight is leaving and the reading glasses is refusing to work. Why do, why do I leave him? He better come on back in here because he's going to get up here in a few minutes. <laughs> Because aging in recovery, I told him I was going to tell y'all I forgot what I was going to say. Thank you for letting me share. <laughs> he said, no, I got to say a little more than that. <laughs> but my memory is bad. The doctor have told me that since I've, I've gotten comfortable in my own skin. And so as I've gotten older, I read a lot. And I go to meetings. I still make 90 and 90 as much as, as, much as I can. You know, uh, we don't have meetings in a, where I live at in Atlanta, I stay on the outskirts. Where I live at, we don't have a lot of meetings, so I have to go when I can. And now, where I live at, I found some meetings around me, so I try and make ninety and ninety all the time. And I don't share all the time. And I guess you all hear me stutter every now and then because my words, I hear them, they come, but it gets slow because the doctor said I don't talk enough. He say start reading out loud, you know. He, you know, because usually I'm around a lot of people, making a lot of noise, running my mouth. The most I talk now is on the phone at night. When I when I hurt my worst, instead of taking all those oxycontins and oxycodone, I got two sponsees. That's my good friends. They'll talk on the phone with me from ten and eleven o'clock at night till I fall asleep, maybe two o'clock in the morning. They stay on the phone with me. Thank you, Celia and Benita. I don't know if Benita in here or not. But they stay on the phone with me, and I go to sleep on them. But that's part of page management, doing something different other than taking those pills. Now, last night I had to take one of them pills because I was in excruciating pain. But when I go back to the doctor, he always say, you ain't asked for no prescription. He say, I have patients that come here on the 29th day trying to get the prescription. I say, I don't need them because I've learned page management. And when they get excruciating, I'll take one. So my pills last me two and three months instead of 30 days. <laughs> you know? So, you know, it's like all that, I call it a myth when they be saying, well, the doctor had me on these pain pills and I used. No, you, you use because you didn't follow directions. You know, my pain pills just take one every eight to 12 hours. I take one every eight to twelve days 
because they got a thing called pain management and Motrin's and other things that you can take before you get to the real deal meal. And I've never had a problem with pills, but I know what they can do because on the bottle it's plastered on there, can be addictive. So I don't need nothing that can be addictive taken every day. You know, so through the grace of God, I, I have sleep apnea. I can't sleep at night. I got to put a machine on my face. Have to take sleeping pills to go to sleep sometime because I've been woke, been woke three days and can't go to sleep. You know, and this is all a part of aging. All a part of aging. You know, my sponsor ain't here, and I told her I was going to talk about because she needed to go to the bathroom. She said, sometimes it comes, sometimes it don't. But she needed to go get calm and relaxed to go to the bathroom. And that's I, and I understand that real well because I take a purple pill for that. You know, they got a pill for everything. They're like, they got an app for everything, they got a pill for everything. But I trade it all in for that purple pill. Because that purple pill keep you regular. You know, it's bad when you can't get regular. You know, and, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, keep living. Yeah. I don't just go to the doctor. I go online and I read up on stuff, how, how your bowels get get lax and the elasticity go out your bile ducts. And when the elasticity go out, you need some help to make that stuff come out right. You know, and especially you men, a lot of y'all diseases come from you not cleaning yourself good. You know, you feel like you went and it's okay. But I found out that uh, I really believe the only reason a lot of us are here is because our parents gave us castor oil every now and then. <laughs> cleaned us out. And they gave us all the black draw and the good stuff. See, we don't do that no more. In fact, lots of it, they quit selling it. So, you know, uh, I believe that's the only reason because nowadays everything is microwavable. I don't microwave my vegetables. I get fresh vegetables and I cook fresh vegetables because we've gotten older and and take care of my husband, I've been taking care of me. You know, because one while I was cooking two meals, cook his one way and take mine over here and put a little more salt in it and this, that, and the other. And now whatever he eat, I eat it too. You know, I mean, the doctors gave up on him seven years ago. He's still here. He was at the casino last night from 10 o'clock to 3 in the morning. Somebody took him. He can't do a whole lot for himself, but... He's still here and he still get around, so, you know, I can't fight with that. So, aging and recovery, you know, uh, haven't had that spiritual awakening. I didn't walk through all the steps, but uh, those were the ones that just came to mind. But uh, haven't had that spiritual awakening. The spiritual awakening is that when I wake up in the morning, most of the time, my post is, hey, y'all, I'm still here. You know, hey, y'all, I woke up. You know, those are my posts on Facebook because, hey, anything else is a gift. Once I wake up, anything else is a bonus, benefits. You got to get up and wait for a minute before you move. You know, make sure all the bones connect together. Everything is working. Then move. You know, got to go to the bathroom five minutes before you got to go. You know, go while you're thinking you got to go. Because if you don't think while you got to go, man. If I don't take my insulin like I'm supposed to, it'll be a terrible shame. I'm going to shut this and I'm going to shut up. I didn't take my insulin once coming up here. And the snowstorm came. And we got 
snowed in in uh, Tennessee. But from Georgia to Tennessee, I bet I wet on myself five times. And my niece say, Auntie, what is wrong? If you don't take that sugar, get too high. That urine just get to flowing, just like a faucet, just like a faucet. And seeing if I did. And that's how I know sometimes when I get where I, I'm tight, I say, oh, my sugar must be up. Because all the time, I don't know. You know, I take it and it's down and then sometime it'll go up. Just like I eat a peppermint, sometime it'll go up, sometime it won't. So, you know, coming around here, it's real important that we go to the doctor, follow up with the doctor, go online, see what kind of pills they're giving you. Go online and see, you know, just what's going on with you. Because uh, when the bladder, like the lady told me when I first came here, <laughs> she said the bladder is the first thing to go. So when the bladder go, you in trouble, you know. So start, you know, you might not be in deep trouble, but you, you know, start going to see about, you know, if you go to the bathroom too many times in, in an hour, if you go twice in an hour, it's time to go see about something. You know, if you don't go make a stool every day, it's time to go see about something. And I'm going to tell you, whatever you go through, it works in, the steps have worked for me. Working the steps with my illness and recovery, I just change the words and I and try and work through it. You know, I'm aging in recovery and my life has become unmanageable. Yeah, it gets unmanageable sometimes when my sugar is high because I want to eat the cakes and the pastries and stuff. But when I go back and my A1C level is down, I'm cool because I haven't been doing it all the time. You know, I'm not rationalize it is just that my A1C level is good and I'm real proud of that because it took them about three one, three years for them to say oh your A1C level is excellent <laughs> you know so maybe one of these days it'll get down where I don't have to take this insulin no more but through taking nine pills a day and, and insulin three four times a day whenever I eat I have to take insulin I'm still here and I got some facsimile of health I got some facsimile of brain I still can give at the church, and I'm talking about give of myself, not money. Give of myself. <coughs> Having asthma, still smoking, I'm still praying on it. This convention here has been the best convention really for us that smoking. I think I went through maybe five or six cigarettes. So, you know, it's like, okay, my legs won't let me walk outside too much, and so it's like five, and living with my daughter can't smoke in the house so I know it's coming soon but I don't have a desire to stop smoking I didn't have a desire to stay clean either but I kept coming until I got the desire so I'm going to keep working on my cigarettes until I get the desire with that, Dagna, thank you for having me here and I appreciate everybody that came in here to hear Aging in Recovery thanks for letting me share